0: My head's swimming. <laughs> My head's just going crazy with all this nonsense in the world. How it is affecting our, can affect our walk with the Lord, and how the church is getting caught up with anxiety and fear and pression.
1: Your head's swimming because you know the truth. And you want to get it out there. That's what you want to do.
0: That's right. We want to have boldness. That's
1: right. All this Word of God is swimming around in your head that's coming against what the world's telling you. And if you turn on the news or listen to too much stuff that's going down, you get caught up in all that. And you'll be swirling away from the Word of God.
0: So I guess I'm not not going nuts after all. No, you're not. I'm
1: on the right path.
0: (laughs) Because it can get frustrating. Absolutely. It can get frustrating if you allow it to get frustrating. That's right. And we get this assurance and this feeling of love and comfort from the Holy Spirit realizing, no, you're on the right path. And I'm going to give you the ability to have boldness and confidence to carry out my work here on earth.
1: Mitch, we're in a battle, but we win. But that doesn't mean Satan is always going to try to sneak in on us. We shouldn't even give him the time of day, but we should always know that he goes about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour.
0: This is the spiritual warfare we talk about. Yes,
1: so much. But bottom line, that's it. We can have an awesome victory today in the Lord. The Lord will show up big time and he'll deliver something to you, a check or something tangible cash that you were believing for, but out of the blue, it shows up. And then the next day, you have this tremendous battle going on with family member or whatever it is, and you're going, what happened to my peace? And you go, oh, I remember, I win. Get back over here in the fruit of the Spirit, that love, that joy, that peace that resides in me, and you bring up some scripture, and you say... Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And he will keep me in perfect peace if my mind is stayed on him. No matter what is happening in the natural, in the supernatural realm, I win. I'm a winner because of what
0: he did for me. You know, Jesus, this is what he was trying to tell us. Yes. He was telling us the truth will set you free. And I'm distinguishing between the world and... And your new spiritual relationship you can now have. Because now I've given you the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit living within us, Terry. So we can identify where all this is coming from.
1: The truth versus the lie. That's it.
0: And that's what political correctness is. It's a lie. It's fostered by Satan. And man has been running with it for 20 years. And it's beginning to influence The church is beginning to influence our whole way of life, thinking we do not identify right and wrong anymore. Everything's fine, but that's not true. That's a lie. And this, when like we talked about earlier, if the government does not distinguish between right and wrong anymore...
1: Anarchy sets in. It does. It restricts your speech. Well, when we talk about political correctness... I just want to get a picture. It is just words being said it's offense on steroids. It's to the point where if anybody says anything, I'm just going to take offense at it.
0: That's right. It goes back to self again, doesn't it? Oh, my. It goes back to looking to self and not at others. Everyone's taking in offense to everything. If I say something to you, you take offense. And therefore, I'll go complain or I'll do a lawsuit. I'll get with my legislator to
1: try to pass legislation. All the time saying, it's not my fault. Yes. And what's amazing to me is there are no accidents anymore in this world. It was somebody's fault. Somebody did this to me. Well, bad stuff happens in this world because of Satan. But We have to pull the thumbs out of our mouth once in a while and buck up and say, well, I know bad stuff happens, but especially as a Christian now, I have the power of God in me, and I'm going to go rely on what's in me now. This whole thing is about words and how there's so much power in words. And out of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if your heart's not right,
0: words aren't right. And we can speak either blessings or cursings. It goes back to James chapter 3. I want to turn to this one, Cherry, because I think it's very important. James chapter 3, starting with verse 8. But no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. Ooh,
1: poison.
0: Wow. So this is why, as Christians, we can identify what comes out of people's mouths because we have spiritual discernment. We can realize this is spiritual warfare that we're going through and what's being spewed out of people's mouths with hate speech, ugliness, and then it manifested into flesh where you burn things down and tear things up. You know it's not of God. But then you you don't say this is right, what they're doing. No, that's evil. It comes from Satan. With it we bless our God and our Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in the likeness of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brother, these things ought not to be so. Verse 14. And this is what the Christian needs to focus in on. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, self-seeking, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, and demonic. It's telling us where this is coming from so let's don't have anxiety let's don't have fear recognize where this is coming from and take authority over it. believing this is spiritual warfare we're going through and we have power and authority over this spiritual warfare and I'm believing God right now in the name of Jesus that you're going to send people to our government to fight this spiritual warfare And they may not even know it. They're being used. But I'm believing it. I'm not having any false expectations on how this ought to be carried out. I'm just trusting in you. I'm lifting the prayers up to you. And you go forth and do however you want to do it, however you see fit, because you know everything. You know man's heart. I don't.
1: And Mitch, I can reassure you that there are people there already seeking after the wisdom from God. Yes. There are good godly men in our governments. But because of this overshadowing darkness, we get to thinking, I'm the only one that thinks this way. Yes, the Elijah
0: <laughs> syndrome. The, the. Eli-
1: that's a good the Elijah syndrome. And the whole time, there are thousands of people, good Christian people, seeking after God with all their hearts but at the same time being bombarded by the world. We want them to know that they're not alone. We're fighting a fight with them.
0: You know why we, we do not hear about the godly men in office or the godly things throughout the world? Let's just think about this just for a minute. The news media, everything is negative. There is no positive to it.
1: Bad news sells, right?
0: That's it. And that's what we hear all the time because Satan's use negativity letting you hear all this stuff in the news it'll corrupt your mind you'll feel frustrated you'll feel there's no hope and we'll have the elijah syndrome
1: then you go to church on sunday all flattened out (laughs) like a a varmint on the road (laughs) hoping that the pastor or the preacher will pump you back up so that you can go out and Hopefully stay inflated until next Sunday. Doesn't work that way.
0: But use your spiritual discernment. Yeah. Recognizing the things that they're saying, all this negativity is coming from Satan. And the people are just being used. The news media is being used because they're caught up into the world. This is why we want people to have boldness and confidence and reassurance And the only way you're going to have this reassurance and confidence is being able to recognize all this nonsense that we're hearing that is coming from Satan. It's poison. Yes, it's absolute poison. Poison. It corrupts the mind. It gets in your system. Poison gets in your system and it kills you gradually.
1: Especially if you take it small doses at a time. It sneaks up on you.
0: It does. It's so subtle sometimes. But if you listen to enough news media, it'll, it'll be so negative. And you begin to meditate upon those things. That's why the Lord and Peter and Paul were telling us to meditate upon the things of God, because this will renew your mind. It dilutes the poison in your mind. So we have to begin to recognize what's going on out here in the world and not become a part of the world.
1: We are inundated with information in today's age. 24-7 good and bad we can take all this technology and all this stuff and we can proclaim the word of god all over the world but satan now has taken what was good and distorted it and man as soon as there's some bad news on the other side of the earth we can hear about it within seconds all this technology and all this stuff is good when used for the right reason. Yes. Talking about, talking about government again. God instituted that for good. So if Satan can distort how God created things to work, he can destroy it.
0: So you can reverse this and say mm-hmm. we have the Spirit of God living within us to combat the spiritual warfare that we're going through. Absolutely. I guess really what we're wanting to say here, Terry, is we want people to recognize the negativity. We want them to not meditate upon those things, because it's going to tear you down. Think of the conversations we have with people. A lot of it's negative, isn't it? It's negative. And so you know
1: they're meditating (laughs) upon those things. Some people can take and try to spin it in a positive way, but it's still negative what's coming out of their mouth because it's what's in their heart. Until we change the hearts, you're not going to regulate that. You're not going to pass a law that says you need to do it this way. It has to change in the heart of men.
0: Which is the mind. Yes. You have to change man's thinking. And the only way this is ever going to come about is through the power of God, through the gospel. Yes,
1: yes. That's why people come against the Bible and the Word of God, because if they can cause any kind of doubt, you know, people for ages have said, oh, the Bible contradicts itself. And no, it doesn't. When you get in and study the Word of God, it's a beautiful love letter that all makes sense.
0: But the attacks against the Bible, against the gospel is coming from Satan influencing man's mind. Yeah. Because I guarantee you, most people who are attacking the gospel have had a bad experience with the world and with possibly religion that has influenced their mind. Satan telling them, no, this isn't true because they didn't show love to you. They didn't have patience with you. So it's all a lie. So Satan has influenced their mind to have this attitude. Because it starts with the church, and the church has to begin to walk in the Spirit of God and understand what we have. The spiritual warfare we're fighting is something we can't see. We can't touch. We can't smell it. We can't taste it. And the only way we're going to combat the world is understanding our position fighting this spiritual warfare. And I'm telling you, we have power and authority over unclean spirits that are affecting people's hearts, affecting their inner core of who they are and affecting their minds. and We have to believe it and stand on it and quit complaining because this is what Satan wants us to do, is to complain. Because when we complain, we're walking in the flesh and our mind's not focused on the things of God and fighting the spiritual warfare. We're going to try to fight this in the flesh and we cannot do this. We have to do it through the power of God. And Paul demonstrates this wonderfully. He talks about our battle being not flesh and blood, but spiritual. Our weapons are not carnal, but spiritual. And he talks about this in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Our weapons are not carnal. So we have to program our minds into thinking, what I'm hearing over here is just the surface. If it's negative and lies and all this nonsense, it's just the surface of what's going on in the spiritual. And so we just need to realize all this is spiritual warfare. And I'm going to fight this warfare in the Spirit. And this is where the church needs to get its mind.
1: Yeah, they need to get some Scripture in them. (laughs) Standing
0: on a corner protesting about things is not going to solve a thing because that's the fleshly thing to do. We have to do it through the Spirit. Fighting it through the Spirit. Our power is through the Spirit, not the flesh. And I know this comes against a lot of folks in the church. But I'm telling you, our
1: warfare is spiritual. And when you study the Word of God, it's all about spiritual warfare. Let's give some people some scripture here. Okay. You just referred to it. Second Corinthians 10. Let's start in verse 3. For we walk in the flesh, but we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare, just like you just said, are not carnal... But mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Those strongholds are in our minds, our thoughts. Casting down imaginations. Well, what's an imagination but a thought? And you can let your imagination run wild. You can go to the positive or the negative. And hold your thought there. But that's what we're doing. When we hear
0: negativity all the time, we run with it. Instead of recognizing, no, this is spiritual warfare and what they're telling me is a lie. And it's influenced by Satan. And I'm not going to allow this to affect my mind.
1: Mitch, it's so much better to get over there in the spirit and that positive imagination and let that run wild. It's awesome. You begin to see into the supernatural realm. You cast down those imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. This is verse 5. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. When you bring your thoughts into what Christ wants you to be thinking Then you begin to think supernaturally. You begin to think about the power of God that's influencing the people around you.
0: There you go. That's good.
1: And it's all because of turning your thoughts to God, turning them on the positive side of the spiritual realm, because as you read these scriptures here, if you're walking in the flesh, you're letting your thoughts take you to the negative side. Somehow you've gotten into the flesh because of your negative thinking. An
0: influence of the world, which belongs to
1: Satan. It's a training process, okay? We're teaching ourselves. We're retraining our mind. Scripture tells us to not be conformed to this world, but we renew our minds to the Word of God. And that's what you do. You get some scripture in you like this one. If it's just one verse... Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God.
0: I'm going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, starting with the 10th verse. And this is exactly what we're talking about when we're talking about this spirits of warfare, right and wrong, this good versus the evil, and realizing mankind does not recognize it unless they've been born again. So I'm going to start with 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10. But God has revealed them to us through his Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of man except the Spirit of man which is in him? This is the problem we have in the world, because it's man's wisdom thinking he knows how to solve problems. But really he does not, because man is negative, he's ugly, he's self-centered. So he doesn't understand spiritual things, and we're going to continue reading. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God that lives within him. By you identifying what you're hearing on the news about being negative and ugly and all those things, you should, right here with just this verse, realize that man is operating in the spirit of the world and doesn't understand the Spirit of God. If they're not born again, they do not understand spiritual things. Verse 12, Now we have received... This is Paul telling us this. We have received not the spirit of the world. Now, how much more clear can you get than this? That's right. We have not received the spirit of the world. So why am I in fear? Why am I in anxiety? Because I'm walking in the flesh over here with my mind and allowing the world to influence my thoughts and not allowing the Holy Spirit to function in my life because I've quenched the Holy Spirit by my fleshly thinking. Keep reading. You're right on. But the spirit who is from God that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Man. That's good. We can compare it. We have the spirit of discernment living within us. We have the gifts of the spirit living within us to discern all this.
1: If we pay attention to the spirit, it'll Divide the word that's coming in to our minds and say, "This is of God, this is not."
0: And it's back to edification. Is it building me up? Mm-hmm. Or is it tearing me down? Exhortation: is it warning me? Is it advising me? Is it bringing things to mind of God? Is it giving me comfort? Is God standing alongside me with what's being spoken? No, if it's ugliness, hatefulness, self-centeredness, it's not of God. And this is how you discern spiritual things. And this is what lives within each and every Christian. The reason we have the Holy Spirit of God is to reassure our heart, our inner core of who we are now and our mind, reprogramming our mind, will and emotions, imaginations and thoughts to spiritual things and understanding we have the power now of the Holy Spirit living within us, will you
1: read verse fourteen? <laughs> yeah. Yes, this is what you've been saying.
0: But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. So do not be frustrated. Do not let your mind run away with you when you have politicians that are over here in the world no more being led by the Spirit of God than anything because they don't know. The natural man does not know it's the things of God. Ways same of way God. The same way with a different religion.
1: Yes. You know, we've been hammering away on government, but man, religion is just as guilty filtering everything through the natural man versus the spirit. That's it. The things of the spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. So
0: that reassures my heart. That gives me comfort, quite frankly, realizing all this nonsense they're spewing out here is foolishness, and they don't even know it. They don't even understand this because they do not have the spirit of God living within them then I go back to thinking about, I'm going to pray. I'm going to turn this over to God to fight this spiritual warfare. Because if I truly turn it over to God, this sets my mind free because I'm having confidence and trust in Him and not in myself.
1: And you're relying on the Spirit of God that's in you, which is love, joy, peace. (laughs) All those things can come flowing out and then you can you can relax because it's in the hands of God and all
0: he wants us to do is trust in him if we begin to trust in God truly trust in him he, he he saved us he provided all this for us
1: why wouldn't he take care of us now he is we just would realize it open our eyes you know we we were talking about Paul praying this is a little side note but in Ephesians 1 we were starting in Ephesians 6 and and Paul was asking for prayer to be bold In the beginning, he's praying for us that our eyes of our understanding would be open to see all the stuff that God has for us.
0: And that's what we should be praying as well. That's right. For the church and for those who aren't saved. See, we don't want to get over here in this mindset of of us against them. No. The us against them is us against Satan. Yes. Understanding this is spiritual warfare, and I'm going to pray for my my leaders. I'm going to pray for my government. I'm going to pray for the world that their eyes and ears will be open to the gospel so they can have an understanding of what they now have in Christ and identify all this ugliness and hatred that comes from Satan.
1: You know, I'm over here in Romans 8, beginning in verse 1 of Romans 8, there's no condemnation to them which are in Christ. Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. And that's the key. Yes, it is. And So if you've been walking over there and all this negativity and letting this stuff all uh, get you down as a Christian, there's no condemnation. But please, get over in the Spirit.
0: (laughs) Because that's what sets you free, is your mindset over there in the Spirit.
1: If you're carnally minded, I'm jumping down here to verse 6, Romans 8, 6. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. It doesn't say that if you're over here sinning and corrupt and all this other stuff. No, it's talking about just being carnally-minded, fleshly thinking, thinking, being influenced by the world. That's it. So that's death. But to be spiritually-minded is life and peace. And then we go back to the fruit of the Spirit again. Love, joy, peace, that fruit of God that's in us, the Spirit of God, which produces that fruit.
0: In 1 Corinthians 2, I'm going to jump down to verse 16. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him nobody has the only way you can understand the mind of the lord is by having the holy spirit of god living within you but we have the mind of christ now and this is exactly what you're telling us terry with what you were just reading there if we stay in the spirit we can have the
1: mind of christ and overcome any adversity in the world yeah, we've already got it but if we let that fleshly realm come in on us it It stops the flow of the Holy Spirit. The mind of Christ that's in us will not flow out of us, will not reveal his thoughts to us.
0: But greater is he that lives within me than he that is in the world.
1: One more scripture I'd like to go to is in Galatians. Do not become weary in well-doing. So as you fight this good fight of faith, you stay in there. You hang on. You get somebody to stand with you, and you fight. Do not become weary.
0: That's what we're called to do, Terry. We're called to fight. And the only way we're going to be successful in this warfare is to renew our mind in the things of Christ so the things of the world that are attacking us will not influence us. We also need to have faith and confidence and trust in the power of God and the power of the Holy Spirit and have boldness to proclaim the Word
1: Galatians 5 verse 1, stand fast therefore in the liberty, that freedom, wherewith Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Don't go back into that old flesh.